0: This is the season of his grace This is the season of our breakthrough This is the season of his power This is the season where his love shines through At Pentecostal oh, tabernacle broken love God is good lot to be uh, covered so we need to go to accomplish quickly. Amen. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6. And also uh, Hebrews chapter 13 verses One, two, nine. The Lord is good. Praise the name of the Lord. And hopefully, if we move quickly, um, Sister Kia, I'm going to need to borrow you and Miss Ava. In a moment. Okay. Because I am the Lord. The eternal one. I never change. Say never change. As a result, your children of Jacob, you children of Jacob, have not been destroyed, though your blessing may have been delayed. That's the voice. Hmm. I never change. You haven't been destroyed, though your blessing may may have been delayed Hebrews 13 verse 1 to 9 let love continue among you don't forget to extend your hospitality to all am I I'm okay right oh I thought I missed something says okay Um, let me start again (laughs) let love continue among you don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers. For as you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers—that is, angels—unaware in this way. Remember those imprisoned for their beliefs, as if you were their cellmate, and care for any who suffer harsh treatment. As you all, as you are all one body, hold marriage in high esteem. All of you. And keep the marriage bed pure because God will judge those who commit sexual sins. Keep your lives free from the love of money. And be content with what you have because the Lord said, I will never leave you. I will always be by your side. Because of this promise, we may boldly say the Lord is my helper, Ebenezer. I won't be afraid of anything. How can anyone harm me? Listen to your leaders, who have spoken God's word to you. Notice the fruits of their lives and mirror their faith. That's the voice version. And then verse 8, the New King James version. Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established. Father, I pray that the Lord, God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we would know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches and glorious inheritance you have in us who are your saints. And help us to understand the exceeding greatness of your power to us who believe. It is the same power which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead. And he is seated, seated at the right hand of the heavenly father, far above all principalities and powers and mights and dominions. And you've given him a name above all names. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I, I want to speak on the subject very briefly at this point. There's been no change in plans. Amen. Tell, turn the person next to you and tell them there's been no change in the plans. Okay, okay, okay. There's been no change in the plans. And I'm just going to have to move quickly and give the extended version and, at the next service. But we've been talking about the doctrine of God, the God, number one, the doctrine of the scriptures. And we said there's four elements to the scriptures uh, there's revelation, there's inspiration, there is illumination and there is interpretation. These are uh, four principles to properly uh, know the doctrine of the scriptures, and then we're talking now about the doctrine of God, and I use the acronym EAST because uh, the temple was, the temple door was at the east side of the, uh, no, on the east, and and, and so um, you would enter from east to west, and we don't need to get into that. But the point of matters is that there's four, there's four characteristics of the doctrine of God. Number one, I said last week, E, God, exists. Today I'm doing A, the attributes of God. And then S is the sovereignty of God. And then T is the trinity. Okay, so those are four principles of doctrine. Are you following me so far? Uh, And so we're talking about the attributes of God, and the word attribute means to consider as a quality or characteristic of a person. It is also defined as the features of God. Are you following me so far? And. And so and you, when you think about this word attribute, uh, it, it comes from the Latin word attribuo, uh, which means to assign. And the word assign comes from two Latin words, ad uh, signo, which means put a sign towards or put a mark towards. Okay. And, and, and so, for example, Jehovah Jireh, the mark of God is that he's a provider. Are you following me? And so when he, when he healed, they put a mark, they assigned him with the title of Rofa as a healer. We said last week, because he guides me, we assigned him the, the sign or the mark of Roe, my shepherd. That's what David said in Psalm 23. Uh, now, uh, one of the things that struck me is that, uh, my dad, and many of you know he has Alzheimer's, uh, but, but every once in a while that prophetic starts working, and, and I'm talking to him, and all of a sudden like, the Lord's like, no, no, that's me, that's me, that's me, pay attention. And, but there's three words that he left, uh, for those of you who were with us you know, about wow, yeah way back, and there's three words that he left us. Number one, he said, this was years ago, and we're experiencing now, he said that we are the Abba people. We are the Abba people, and he preached a message called. We are the people who are crossing over into a place we've never been before. So there's no there's no map, there's no playbook for where we're going. That's why we have to trust in the Holy Spirit. And that and that word spoken years or decades ago, but that that word's alive right now. My, again, I'll let you know. My dad's very prophetic, uh, and and then the the other, the second word he sp- spoke, which resonated here and he said all that we need from god is in this house everything we need is right here everything we need that means whatever we need for to do what we need to do right now is here in this in these pews it it may not it may not have been revealed to us yet but you be here amen and then the third word which I want to really uh, dig into. And he said, and I, he said this repeatedly when we were struggling, when we were wondering if we should stay or go. And he said, let me tell you something. He said, God is going to do his will in this building with or without us. And some of you remember that word I Meaning, that if you leave, he said, God will bring another congregation to fulfill his word because his word is from everlasting to everlasting. So you need to decide whether you're going to be with his program or not, but he's going to do what he's going to do. Mm. In other words, in other words, his plan. There has not been a change in plans. You've been with people say, well, this has been a change in plans. I was going to come by at eight, but now I'm come by eight thirty. We were going to eat at such and such a place, but we're not going to eat there anymore. There's been a change in plans. I want to let you know, if you're walking with God, there has been no change in the plan. And this is good news for some of you, because when we're talking about when we're talking about the attributes of God and going through this book, there are there are five attributes of God, and I memorized them. You know, I know I have crazy ways of memorizing things, but maybe it will help you. Uh, oh, McDonald had a five e i E-I-E-I-O. I have E-I-O-O-O, okay? And so, and this helps me. So God exists. I, God is immutable. Oh, God is omniscient, omnipotent and I'm present so e i o o o that's for me okay so if that helps you it helps you <laughs> now And God is eternal. That's Psalms 90 verse 3. God is immutable. God is omnipotent. Revelations chapter 19 verse 6. God is omnipresent. Uh, Psalms 139. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verses 7 to 17. God is omnipresent. Uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 and 10. And 1 John chapter uh, 3 verse 20. He's omniscient. Omniscient meaning that he knows everything he know and the, and the deepest thing see uh, the deepest thing about god is not knowing you no know, molecular science and knowing how many planets are in the universe or how many solar systems that's not the deepest thing god knows the deepest thing god knows is that he knows the hearts and the thoughts of every person here That's the deepest thing you could ever know is the heart because God said in in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 and 10, he said, the heart is deceitful above all things. Let me tell you something. You have no idea how deceitful your heart is. Above everything else, your heart will deceive you. Above everything else. So as soon as you hear a word, you need to ask God, God, is this from you? Because I know my heart. What do you know about my heart? It will deceive you. The second thing about your heart, your heart is desperately wicked. Desperately wicked. What does it mean? Your heart is desperate to have its own way. And if you don't realize that, you're gonna go on so many demonic detours and, and will, sw- and will swear to God that it's God and find out you have been deceived. How do you know? Been there, done that, made the t-shirt. And in desperation, Jeremiah says, who can know it? And God says, I know the heart. And he says, I test the reins. I test the kidneys. I test the motives. So you can do the right thing, and God says, but I know your motive. There are people who no and you've been in churches like this where can you know the Lord has shown me that someone has a $1000 offering that they're going to give to the Lord and someone will stand up with the $1000 and able to clap their hands but they don't know that deep within that heart of that person they just want to be seen so that people go wow you're spiritual I'm not saying anybody everybody's like that but God knows the heart that's why David knew why he messed up. So he was 51, Psalm 51. He said, create in me a clean heart. A clean heart. And renew what? A right spirit within me. So let's keep going. So I want to I want to uh, lean into quickly. God is immutable. The word immutable it, it means uh it means in Latin Not change, M means not, immutable means change. No change, not altered. Are you hearing me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. No change, no alter. He doesn't alter his plan. He doesn't change his plan. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father, of heavenly lights, this is the NIV, who does not change like shifting shadows. And we know how our shadow can change. No, because of the way the sun is. And so it says the father, I have underlined here, James says the father does not change. The father does not change. Say that with me. The father does not change. Okay, he does not change. He does not alter. He does not alter. Can I borrow uh, Ava? And can I borrow mom? He doesn't change and he doesn't alter. He doesn't change and he doesn't alter. If you could just sit right there for a moment. And if you're uncomfortable sitting here, you can sit in the pew. You no, know, whatever's bad for you, but I'm almost finished here. He doesn't change, and he doesn't alter. Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11, says, I say this because I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. Some of you need to believe that. No matter what you're going through, God says, I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. That's the ICB translation. I like the message version. I know what I'm doing. Will you stop bugging me? I know what I'm doing. Turn to somebody said he really does. He really does. He really does. I have it all planned out. Folks, God is not trying to, God is not saying, Oh my God, oh my me, uh, they're graduating in May. Let me figure out where to, get. no, he says, I have it all planned out. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. I'm going to give you the future you look at your, your faces don't believe that. I'm going to give you the future you hope for. I'm going to give you the future you hope for. That's the message Bible, then the ERV version says says, "I say this because I know the plans I have for you. This message is from the Lord. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you a good future." His plans have not changed and they have not altered. His plans have not changed. Shut up. And they have not. I feel like running around this church. You see. Come here, Miss Ava. Just so that face looks a little bit better. There's some money. There you go. You like green. Now, God has a plan for her and it hasn't changed. And it hasn't. Altered. So, <laughs> this is the plan of God for Ava's life. Now, it looks silly on her. Can I get a witness? But this is the plan of God for her life. I gotta slap my Wi Fi because this is a bad word already. Now, what we would do if we would, God, I I just need to run, is that we would say, this is too big for this little girl, so let me give the plan some alt. And God says, no, 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 I'm not gonna alter my plan, but she's gonna grow in grace and in the knowledge of jesus christ so whatever big time plan i don't know who you're going to be maybe you're going to run your own company with about 500 employees maybe you're going to be a mighty woman of god preaching around the world and just you know blowing people apart and bringing thousands into the kingdom but i don't know what the plan is but it's it it's it's pretty big plan Now the Bible says that now now the Bible says that Samuel when he was serving in the temple as a little boy tabernacle as a little boy he had an ephod this is first Samuel chapter 2 that would fit him but Samuel grew to such a prophetic voice that the Bible said that everybody knew when Samuel spoke that that word would not fall to the ground it will come to pass do you think that when samuel became a man he had the same little ephod so there is there is a mm, there is a plan that grows with you but there's a plan that's waiting for you to grow into so now we have this little young lady and let's let's go into her future now you may sit down so now time passes and you know Years go by, mm-hmm. and now Ava is a mother. Mm-hmm. And Damon is a grandfather. <laughs> he said, no, nah, you, you both y'all are watching your lives go." Over. <laughs> and yet now, now it fits a little better. But she still has to grow. There's still a little bit more growing to do. In other other words, God has still more. Though decades go by, God has... And you want God to alter his plan for where you are. And God says, no, I am not going to... My plan, even when you make mistakes my plan has not changed because the plan you're wearing i need to get five right here the plan you're wearing was purchased by the blood of jesus so it ain't your suit it's not yours to alter what if mm, what if you gave somebody something to borrow And they, and you brought it back and it was all altered. You'd be like, what the what? How dare you, how dare you alter this suit? It didn't belong to you. And God is saying, how dare you alter my plan because my plan for you was purchased by my blood and you are wearing it by my grace. So leave my plan alone and just do me a favor and grow in grace and fill out my plan. Thank you very much. The plan hasn't changed. Turn to somebody and say, God's plan hasn't changed for you. I don't care how many mistakes you've made. Give me two minutes and I'll let the Sunday school students go. My plan hasn't changed. He's, he's still going to do what he planned with or without you. Israel going to the promised land, Numbers chapter 14. They said, no, we won't. The land's going to kill us. In fact, we're going to kill you, Moses. We're going to kill you, Aaron. Aaron. And we're going to kill you, Joshua and Caleb, for bringing us out here in the first place. God comes down, jacks up the 10 spies. And then he says, he says, all you all on this generation are going to die. And then he says these words, but I'm going to tell you right now, surely as I live, the whole earth is going to be filled with my glory. And I'm going to raise up another generation to take over this land, because that's still the plan. So you can either roll with it or not roll with it, but it's still going to happen. So you need to understand. See, I no longer get worried about who leaves and who comes, because there's a word in this house that says, this is what's going to happen. In fact, the Lord said, Brian, if you act kind of crazy, I'll move you out, and I'll bring somebody in, and, 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 and this is how I'm going to rub it in your face. I'm going to bring somebody in who on the outside looks less talented than you, less gifted than you. And will bring the church further than you so that you will understand that it was not you. You better, you better be careful how you think about yourself. Because one of the scriptures I'm holding dear to heart is Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. And it says, God does all things to the glory of his grace. Ephesians chapter two, verse eight to ten, so that no one gets to brag. I was talking to an apostle uh, from Britain, from England. Uh, I met at a prayer tree. He, he said, "I he said I've planted fifteen churches." He said, "I have used the same the same um, uh, um, strategy for every church I planted." He said, "What I don't understand is that I planted one church, and in four months it grew to sixty six hundred people." And I planted another place and nothing happened. He said, and I understood that I can plant and I can water, but only God makes things grow. So some of you all are feeling yourselves on your job and your degrees and, you know, how many, how often you fast and that cause see, even saying, well, I fasted 80 days and I, you know, you can, you can start, you can start building your walk with God on a works of faith, on, on, on works and not grace. How many scriptures I memorize. I'm not saying that's not important, but it's not because of that. It is because of his grace so that no one Gets to break. And that's why God says, I resist the proud, but I give grace to the humble. You want to know how to get more grace? Get more humility. What is humility? Humility simply says, God, I don't know. Mmm. Elijah, come on, go. I need you to, to 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 be my prophet in the land. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm tired. I'm God, you know, they're all against me and and I'm the only one left. God said I have 7,000 left. You know, I I can, you you're, you're slowing. I need you to move faster and you're slowing me up. So, this is what I want you to do. I just want you to anoint a new king and anoint Elisha to take your place because I ain't got time to be arguing with you. Some of you need to shake yourselves because God said, I don't have time to be arguing with you because there's things I need to do and I will bring somebody into, no, you'll go to heaven, you'll go in a nice chariot and everything. And, and, and in the New Testament, you'll come down and see Jesus and, and Peter will want to build a tabernacle to you, but I ain't got time for this. But here's the good news, my final point. Peter, I know you're going to mess up big time. You're going to deny me three times. You're going to want to commit suicide. But I still said upon this rock. I'm going to build my church. And in Acts chapter 2, Peter still was used to lead the church. His plan didn't change. His plan didn't change. His plan didn't change. David, you you murdered your best friend. You took his wife. But you know what? I'm still going to bring the Messiah through you. My plan hasn't changed. My plan hasn't changed. My hand plan to change. Jonah, <laughs> I told you to go priest to Nineveh and you on purpose, on purpose told me no and went the other way. And I grabbed you in your disobedience. Gave you a word that wrecked the city. Knowing that your attitude stunk because after I used you, you, I never heard any. You know, they need to write a book on the prophet who was successful and was upset. He probably treat, I could. So. Yeah, everybody in Nineveh is going to hell. I want God. I want God. I, I don't believe he was all that enthusiastic about what he said. And the whole city repents and and. If he was us, we'd be passing out cards. Thank you very much. He's sitting in the corner. What's wrong with you, Jonah? I preached and 600,000 people got saved. (laughs) God will even use you in his grace. Some of you have been fighting God for a long time. And he's still wooing you. You don't have to He's still wooing you. That means He still wants to use you. Let's have everybody stand at this time. Want to release the Sunday school students and teachers. Thank you for sticking with us. But it's important for your children to know that God, his plan hasn't changed. His plan hasn't changed. Some of you, the eggs in your womb. The seed in your body, man. The seed in your body, women. That's not even, that's not even in existence yet as a human being. God already has a plan. This is deep. Jeremiah is saying to God, God, this plan doesn't make sense for me. And God says, you know what, Jeremiah? Before you were even impregnated in your mom's body, I had a plan for you. Why you were being formed in the womb. I already knew who you were and what you were going to be. And I am the immutable God. I don't change. 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 And as long as you have a heart of repentance, Stop beating yourself and say, I blew it. God says, nope, my plan hasn't changed. If you would humble yourself, my plan hasn't changed. My plan hasn't changed. My plan hasn't changed. Maybe you've been discouraged and all hell has been breaking loose against you. And you're wondering, God, is this going to happen? I want to encourage you. He said, His plan hasn't changed. Maybe stuff is happening with your children or in your marriage or in your family. And God is saying, My plan hasn't changed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can you pray with me right now? Just I don't know what the Lord is doing or saying, but these are exciting days for many of you because just like we illustrated with that jacket, the plan of God is already always bigger than you. It's always bigger than you so that you have to have faith to grow into what God has for you. Thank you, Jesus. And some of you, you you may be feeling out of your element. You may be feeling overwhelmed. God is saying that's because my plan is bigger than you and it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Could you just pray with me right now? I don't know what the Lord is doing, but I know he's speaking. I know he's speaking. I know he's touching on some things. My plans hasn't changed. Some of you have altered, some of you have uh, made alterations to the dream that God has put in your heart. God said, stop cutting it. Stop cutting it. Stop stop trying to make alterations to something that does not belong to you. It's my plan. Stop messing with it. Mm. Holy Spirit. 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 Hallelujah. Come on, folks. Let's pray into this. I'm not sure what God wants to do at this moment. Oh, yes, Lord. With all the mistakes that you've made. My plan hasn't changed. In fact, the Lord may be saying to some of you that's the reason why I brought you here this morning. Because you're looking at all the things that are going wrong, all the hell that is breaking out against you. And God is saying, Mm-mm, My plan hasn't changed. My hasn't, it hasn't changed. I am the immutable God. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I can even work your mistakes into my plan. <laughs> that That's how brilliant I am. I can take the mess you've made and turn it into my masterpiece. That's the kind of God I am. But I need you to yield. I need you to say yes. I need you to humble yourself. Oh, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'm not making up something for you. I already have the plan. God, the money's about to run out. Don't worry, I have a plan. God, the door's closing. Don't worry, I have a plan. God, the situation looks like it's going to come against. I have a plan. God, I got let go. I got a plan. You got let go so that you can drop right into my hand. I got a plan. I got a plan. God, this isn't, this hasn't gone as I thought it would. Don't worry. It's going exactly how I want it to go. I have a plan. And it hasn't changed. In fact, I had this plan before you even was born. So just, just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. me. Just trust me.